What's up, everybody? It's Janan. Welcome to the Honest Room. Let's keep it honest. All right. Welcome to the Honest Room, Isaiah C. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited for y'all to have me here. You know the vibes. Okay, it's about to start like pouring down. So if it just <laughs> if it like gets real loud, that's yes. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind. I got headphones in, so I can hear you. What type of pouring down were you expecting? Oh, <laughs> listen, listen. I just had to double check because I'm having this little Chardonnay, so I had to make sure that the girls was really talking about on oh, Chardonnay at two p.m. I said, you know, if I'm going to get on the honest room, I got to bring it and I got to have the Chardonnay to really bring out the honesty for real, for real. <laughs> One second while I handle something really fast. No, that's fine. Okay, well, I see where the inspiration for Smoker's Dreams came from because I see you blowing down. Hell yes, 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 yes. Smoker's Dreams was a song that I was like, yo, I have to write a song about smoking backwards because that's literally what I do. So I was like, you know what? I got to have a song for people who smoke like I do just to give like kind of like a vibe for that. What's your weed bill like? Like how much does it cost you a week? Okay. I smoke big. I have a big smoker. Okay. So it depends on how much money I have for the week. Because like if I'm on a vacation, I could spend like $300. But yeah, because I like to smoke good shit. Like I'm not going to smoke like regular mid. Like I want to be smacked. And then like $300, because if I buy a half, a half can last me like four days. So then I'll buy like another half and then it's like $300, $200, depending on like the strain. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, but I, I, I don't mind it. It's, it doesn't get into the way of anything that I got going on. So it's just a stress reliever, you know, the vibes. Something so, light. A question that I really wanted to ask you is I saw you post about two days ago something about you not going to law school to focus on your music. Yeah. So essentially, um, I'm, I'm in college. So like I got a degree in sociology and criminal justice. So I wanted to go to law school to be an immigration attorney because I was like, yo, like, um, hella immigrants. I'm an immigrant, more like my family's an immigrant myself from Dominican Republic. So I was like, you know, I want to help out people from the Dominican Republic and like other Latinos to like get into America just, just to make the process easier. So I wanted to do the immigration law, but then I was like, I started to get into rapping and I was like, this is where my life is really headed. Like it's more toward geared towards my personality, my persona, something I'm naturally good at. Like, I don't really have to try to really, really rap. Like, you know, obviously it's not easy, you know, I got to work on it, but it's something that I felt like I was naturally good at. So I was like, you know, I don't really want to devote myself to the law right now because that's a full life career versus just being like a job and a hobby. So I'm going to get my master's in education, but I know that I'll have more flexibility in my schedule to be able to still focus strictly on music. Okay. Listen. Oh, I like this already. I'm about to have some fun with you. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. So... I'm a just I'm a back and better stand, so I'm gonna get that out the way now. So let's do it. Let me put this L down. So, how did back and better come about? So back and better, my friend Tyler, he was playing this beat that I really really liked, and I was like, "Yo, Tyler, like, give me that fucking beat." And he was like, "No, I'm not giving you that beat." So I went online and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna find a beat better than that." Then, so I went online and I found a beat better than that. <laughs> and that night, I was on Instagram Live playing some music because this is no before I really on the live yes 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 I'm you know we live. had him already so you know i'm like oh, i needed yeah, the uh -huh. other half of the story uh-huh yeah so i get on live and i'm just like 
playing music and then Noel could comment something. And then we, I was like, oh, word, I fuck with your music because he had just put out a freestyle. So I was like, oh, okay, work. I'm paying attention to you. I fucks with your music. And I was listening to Mikey, God is Mikey already too. So those are like the two rappers that I, like, the only, like Noel and Mikey were pretty much the only two gay rappers that I really was listening to at the time. So I was like, oh my God, like I, the fact that me and Noel already kikied, I was like, get in my DMs and I will send you this beat right now. So I did that. And then we were discussing the song. And then I was like, you know what? I want to add a third rapper on here. So then I contacted Mikey about it too. And then it was kind of really genuine like that. We just worked on it. And then I said, send me the verses back like every once a week, one verse a week. Hey, how do you feel about the reception to the song? Well, I'm very, very happy about the reception. Like for real, for real, I really am happy. So many people are fucking with it because like, you know, I came, I dropped my first song back in season in March. And then I dropped my project because when I dropped it, it was all part of the rollout. And I knew that, okay, I said, okay, once I know Back and Better is on this song, like people are gonna like it, but I didn't know they were gonna really fuck with it, fuck with it. Because I feel like after I dropped the video and stuff like that, that's the song that really put me on the scene. Like that's how people know how I am, who I am. And that's why I'm here sitting here talking to you today. Cause it's like, you know, people really paid attention to Back and Better. So I love it. I'm so excited for the, um, for what, what's to come from it too. It's actually funny you just mentioned Back in Season because you probably can't see it, but I'm actually playing Back in Season right now. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm, I was that was my warm-up song for you because I was like, it's too easy for me to play Back and Better. I have all I have every verse memorized by now. Let me do a little something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. The video. What's the, the video. first one? Was that a real gun? <laughs> um, no, it wasn't a real gun. It looked like one, didn't it? <laughs> no, because it just looked so cute. It looked, it was real, like. <laughs> so okay, everybody is talking about how I was holding that goddamn gun, and I never held a gun in my life. I am from the fucking north. We don't be pro gun up here. So I got on my set because I was I bought some fake like little toy guns for it. But then my videographer, he was like, "Yo, I got these prop guns. Use this one instead." And it was heavy as fuck. So I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna use this gun." So yeah, it wasn't a real gun, but it was it was pretty pretty good. It was a pretty good gun. No, it was just it's so cute. Like the way you were waving it, I was like, okay, I know he's not about to shoot nobody. Like okay, <laughs> but then I was looking, I was like, it looked real gunnish. So I was like, now who gave this man a gun to wave around like this? I, I really don't think it's a real gun. I don't know a lot about guns, but like yeah, it wasn't a real gun. It was definitely a prop gun, or at least it wasn't like cocked. Nothing was in the bullets or in there. So so. <laughs> the video how long did it take you to shoot the video and where did you shoot the, you shot the video in, in atlanta yeah so i went to atlanta to shoot the video and it took a really long time like we me and noel linked up like two thirty, and we didn't finish shooting until like nine o'clock it was a lot because well we had to get all the shots of course which obviously is going to take time but then also the travel time in between that getting to the other spots and getting that and that and then just repeating the same things over and over it just took time and it's really exhausting but it was it was worth it the music video was exhausting for you because i know usually people are like or at least in my brain i would imagine the music video is the most fun part no it's fun don't get me wrong but like after the day you're just kind of like worn out because you had to get full energy in front of a camera all day you know like it's not just like i'm listening to back and better all day with trey and like or other people like it's just like I'm, you know, like actually actively recording. So I got to be mindful of the way that I look, the way that I'm stepping, the way that I'm dancing. And I just got to give my full energy all, all, like, for the full day. So it, it just is a little draining after a while, but it's it's fun. Okay. Uh, now, 
I feel like this is an obvious answer to this question. Afterwards, to decompress, you did what? To decompress? Oh, I went to out after that. <laughs> we went after right after that. I went right to back to the um the Airbnb. We got our stuff and I got ready to go out. I started getting drunk. I was like, "Fuck that! We're going out tonight." The video is shot, so we went out. We went to Marquette and we went to this party, but then the party got canceled. So yeah, yeah, not the party got canceled. Okay. I mean, it didn't get canceled. It was a fucking shooting. Like, yeah, oh, no. so it was canceled oh. for me. <laughs> I they see I'm gonna get shot, honey. So now is your name really Isaiah? Yeah. Yeah, my name is okay. Isaiah. And C really means Castillo. Like <laughs> like, an, like my name is Isaiah Castillo, yeah. And you speak Spanish? Mm-hmm. I do. Yo hablo español. Yo hago todo. Yo soy dominicano siempre siento. Todo eso tú sabes. I you're the first you person that I've had from a Spanish-speaking background that speaks Spanish, so I'm actually fascinated now. Because yeah. I saw the flag, I was like, okay, now this man, he got to speak Spanish. I was like, there's no damn way he hanging this flag up. And he yeah. not it. So are we going to get more of those influences in your music? Um, yes. Yes and no. So, like, I say yes because it's always going to be an influence. Like, like, some of the songs I'll, like, add a couple of Spanish bars in there just to kind of mix it up a little bit and kind of just show what I'm good at. And um, I have this new feature with an artist named Salome coming out called Take My Hand. And with that, I was singing in Spanish and some of the parts of that. So I mean- Singing? It, mm-hmm, singing in Spanish. I sing and rap and do all that. <laughs> so in that song, I'm rapping of course, but I'm also singing in Spanish. And then, um, so yeah, it's always gonna be an influence, but at the end of the day, I'm a black, rapper like i don't want to try to be like in the whole scene like i literally just want to be like an african like urban rapper you know what i mean so like when i add my spanish into it it's just you know for like, the razzle dazzle yeah a little razzle dazzle just to kind of give some context about my background and a little bit about me but that's not the full picture of the thing the full picture is just that i'm a dope urban rapper who's black i like that i like your answers too this is fun okay so i know that the project Castillo, say it for me. So I don't Castillo's Manifesto. Castillo's Manifesto is getting concluded soon because you are beginning to work on something else. Let's okay. talk about that something else. All right, so you're getting an exclusive tea right here. I have a new song called Boys in the Hood coming out with two features on it. I have Young KSB on it. And I have um, this newer rapper. Well, he's not new. He's actually been rapping for a minute, but you know. Attention-wise, it's probably pretty much new. Um, tell it. And I'm excited. Um, you know, so essentially with the song Boys in the Hood, Noel Nix was supposed to be on it. So I'm not, Noel Nix and I are actually friends. So I'm still shouting out my friend on the song. So people are going to be like, why are you saying Noel Nix? Well, Noel Nix was actually supposed to be on the song, but then um, started to get a little sick, like, and he, and he didn't want to come to the set because he was like, you know, I don't want to, like, risk anybody in case of, like, it's anything. So, um we had to, we we had like two days literally. So there's a version of the song with them on it. Oh, there's going to be not yet. We, we so okay. So the version. So when I drop my project, it's gonna have Noel Nix on it. Like it'll be a remix version with Noel Nix on it because that was the original brand for the song. But this version that I'm dropping now with the video, it has Tell It in it. I was so thankful for Tell It because the song was empty because Noel Nix would have the middle verse and it was empty because he wasn't able to be able to get to the studio to record it. 
So Tellin was able to hop in there and like literally one day record his verse and send it to me and be ready for the video, which was on Thursday. And he sent it to me on Tuesday. So it was great. And I'm super excited to drop it to, um, to just take it to the next level because this video is really going to be dope. I'm getting the video back tonight. So I'll see it for the first time tonight. I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to, of course, post some snippets of the video. I think I'm thinking about dropping it maybe on around the 24th, the 28th, around somewhere around that time, just to kind of keep the vibe so fresh the week after. <laughs> but I'm going to drop the pre-save link next week. But I want to just make sure that um, everything's flowing well, making sure the marketing's correct, because I don't like to oversaturate people with too much content. You know, you got to give them stuff at a time so that people can process it and enjoy things versus just always giving them music. Because as artists, we can give you guys music every single time, but it's always going to be quality. You're really into the quality of your music. And I think that that's really important that you're conscious, that you're conscious of that. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, yeah, people want new music. Let me just put new music out. But the quality is actually what's going to keep people checking for the music. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I try to do my best. Like, I don't really be having a budget. So, like, I, when, I, when it comes to, like, making my videos, I'm like, bitch, I'm making every single part of the video that I need. Like, I'm making a video for back in season. That's, and you told me that. And because we had a little conversation in the DM, you did mention that there was a video for back in season. Because I think that was along the lines of when I asked, okay, so is, I do not want, like, because now I know that it's your last name. I don't want to fucking butcher it. Like, I saw really just. <laughs> so say, it's like, stay with me. Castillo. Like, Castillo. Castillo. Mm-hmm. Manif- manifesto. Okay. My yeah. dad's from Haiti. So, like. Yeah. Work. Work. It, it's just not, but it's just not hitting me today. <laughs> that project is not all the way concluded because the back in season video is coming. Yeah. So essentially this is, I actually was going to conclude it, but when I went to Atlanta to shoot the boys in the hood video, I was just listening to Castillo's manifesto. And I was like, wow, like this is actually really good content. Like it wasn't just like I dropped a a project and was just like, this is it. And this is actually something I'm super proud of. To me, it's a masterpiece. So when I was going back and listening to it, because I was writing a whole new project. Thank you. I was writing a whole new project and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna drop this shit in um, September and Boys in the Hood was gonna be the first song off of it. But then I was like, you know what, let me bring it back because Castillo's Manifesto still has so many gems on it. Like I can make a video to Etha, I can make a video to you, I can make a video to Back in Season. So I was like, let me take more time to tailor the craft a bit more and make the music better for the next um, drop. And then- You don't understand, I am begging for an Etha video. Okay, I wanted everybody to pick Eastside. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I felt like I was the only motherfucker that picked Eastside. I don't care because I was begging. <laughs> no, I feel like the people who really like are here for the like the music and the artistry want the Eastside video because it's such like a song that could actually have a video with a concept concept. But the people who are here for the turn up and like they just like to hear like songs like that, which is fine too because I make that. But like they are here for back in season because they're like, okay, we want to ha- see something like ass shaking. We want to see fun. We want to have it turn up. So I'm going to shoot a video for back in season, but I'm still going to shoot a video for Ethot. <laughs> I, I like to win. I like this. Yeah, I was oh. like, no, I have to have a video for Ethot. Like that song has too much depth to not have a video. Because Now, a I'm story. curious. You said that you shot the Boys in the Hood video in Atlanta. I know that you shot the Back in Better video in Atlanta as well. Mm-hmm. Why are, do you shoot in Atlanta versus where you live, which I'm assuming is New York? 
Okay, so the reason I shot the Boys in the Hood video in Atlanta as well is because um, Tell It and uh, KSB both live in Atlanta. So oh, it was wow. just easier for me to go out there and like just shoot it there. So, um, and also I just, my videographer is out there and I only trust, like when, if one thing about me is if I work with you one time and experience is just great, I'm going to keep working with you. Like, I don't really see a purpose in like getting new connects because you can do the job in a very well manner. So, um, I'm going to keep working with Drew. Like I'm shooting the back in season video in New York city. Cause I do have a videographer out here too, but I'm a, sh but like Drew is my best videographer. So I'm going to go out to Atlanta and <laughs> shoot some scenes out there too. No, that's not being shady. It's just the fact that, like, no, I know it wasn't really, being like, shady. It's like he's really like you guys really have that connection. Shit. Yeah, like he really just gets the, the the idea. If I send him a treatment, he knows how to bring my ideas to life without question. So the boys in the hood video. What's the theme? What give us something? All I'm gonna say is the boys in the hood video is a sex dungeon with a party aspect, and um, I originated the WAP idea of the room because <laughs> I shot the video first and um, I'm just going to give you a synopsis. Um, essentially, it's like a sex party, a party in a dungeon. Me and the other two artists are taking the prospective guys into like these rooms and that's why you see me in the nurse costume and then you're going to see me in the Nikki for keeps costume because that I have like a special thing that you guys would like to see in the video but like that was just another iconic type of thing for me to do so and you know, I, I gave three different looks and it was fun. It was really fun. Um, you guys are going to really like that video. I think it's back and better. It's not the same as back and better because back and better is a completely different vibe all the way down to the song. But it it's like back and better is here in video wise and like boys in the hoods here just solely because of what was provided in the video. Like I actually did more this time than just rap the verse, you know. I'm really excited to see it. And you're saying two weeks. Mm -hmm. About two weeks, but, yeah. And the song isn't coming to the video again, so I'm guessing. Yeah, so next, so um, I'm getting the cover art made right now. So she's making the cover art, my, one, of my, um, one of my graphic designers, she's making the cover art. And then once she sends it to me, I'll send it to my distributor to have it dropped for like a pre-save link for next week. And then I'll drop the pre-save link for next week. And then just so people can get a little bit of hype for it, you know, understand that the song's coming. And then the pre-save link is there. And then the next week, the video and the song will be out. Okay. Now, I know this is almost all over the place. Cassio's Manifesto. Mm -hmm. You have 14 songs on there. Mm -hmm. What was the process like creating and picking the 14? How many songs did you record for the project? I, I guess is the better starting question. Okay, so I had... So the 14 that are on there are the 14, but the song Sailor Barbie and the song Expectations, they had like many drafts and hey there they had many drafts so i mean i pretty everything that i wrote i pretty much used because i knew that this was going to be a project like i started writing that in like october and i realized okay about december this is where you gotta take it so i started i wrote lucky night and lucky night was the first song from the project that i wrote and then i wrote everything else following so when i was in pennsylvania because my mom was in pennsylvania i went to visit her um i went and i wrote back in season lucky night hey there and I think Unwind. So I wrote all of those songs and then I went and recorded all of those. So um, I just loved them. And I was just like, you know, this is a longer project. And I understand that not everybody's dropping 14 tracks the first time, but not everybody's as good as me. Like, just let me note that. <laughs> but um, not everybody's dropping 14 songs on their first time. And I just think that 
for me, it was a risk, but it was a good risk because every single song em embodies a different aspect of my personality and where I was at during that time. And I just couldn't cut any of the songs off. Some of them I wish I would have because I'm like, you know, I wish I was working with like a, a trash ass engineer prior and he didn't really like provide what I needed for that. But um, the other 10 songs, it was by my great engineer <laughs> and I feel like proud of it. So I'm super happy. I like recorded Sailor Barbie a couple of times. So like Sailor Barbie probably had like three drafts and then Expectations. It was like a song called Mirage and then it was called um, Appreciate Me. And then uh, finally it was called Expectations. So I didn't really write too, too much. I just wrote what's on the CD really. Here's another question. What's your favorite song on the project? Well, aside from Back and Better, because that's like a banger, you know what I mean? My favorite Lord, song. Lord, you sound like me. If you would ask me what my favorite song is. Back and Better. But my favorite song is the outro. I love the outro because I felt like I was the most creative on it because like I only wrote the chorus and I wrote the rap verse. And then the second verse when I was singing, it was just a freestyle. Like I just went into the booth and just freestyled it. And that was my first time really singing on the beat and stuff like that. So I just love that song. I love the melody. I love the beat. Everything about that one is my favorite. Really, that's a good answer. Because I was like, please don't let him say back and better and be. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, no, because you know, like that's, it's such an easy answer. I was like, I hope he takes the. No, now. yeah, back and better is my shit. But like, it's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the honest room. So I do have to ask you a couple questions that are, you know, a little more. Shake the room. Shake the table. That's good. I have to split the table, personally. <laughs> um, nah, but nothing too heavy. Okay, so what's the Isaiah C. dating life like? <sighs> what is the Isaiah C. dating life like? I, I have a lot of suitors. <laughs> I have a lot of people that are interested in me. And I have a few people that I'm interested in. But I'm not dating right now. I'm, work I'm focusing on my music. I'm focusing on living in New York City and getting ready to move out of New York City. I, that's what I'm worried about right now. Where are you moving to? I'm going to move to Atlanta. It makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm always out there because I got to make sure that I'm working, you know, making my connections, making more friends. And the niggas out there are some of my suitors. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's that. <laughs> that's the team. But my dating life is very regular. Like, I don't really be dating niggas like that. I just be kind of like bobbing. Wow. What does that mean? Like, you know, we'll text, we'll hang out, you know, get to know <laughs> each other, get to know each other, but I'm not looking for a relationship. So what right you, now I'm not. So what are you hanging out with these niggas for then? Good vibes and attention. <laughs> See, a straight shooter. I fucking like it. Yeah, like, like you going to try like, to give no. <laughs> like, I like to hang out for good vibes. Like, I like to chill, but I also like the attention of a nigga. Like, it's different than what your friends can provide or, like, your mom or your cousin can provide. Like, you know, I want to lay up. I want a big kiss in my, like, a boy. You know, like, that's fun to me. You know what I mean? Like, not, and I'm not saying I'm out in the streets, but I'm just saying, like, specific people. No, like, that's fun. let me tell you. My, um, the guy I hang out with said something very similar last night. That's actually why I'm laughing. <laughs> so, like, I, I get it. I, it's not the first time I've heard this in 24 hours. It, so I'm like, it's oh, It's okay. weird. Because in my music, you'll always hear me say I'm down to fuck. And, like, some of these niggas do not understand that. Like, they actually think that I want to date them. Ooh. And I'm like, no, like, I'm actually down to fuck. Like, we don't have to do the rendezvous. Like, you don't have to try to talk game to me. 
I'm down to fuck. Like, if we're here already, like, that's it. <clears throat> you do not got to play with me, bitch. I, I do not deal with the lies. I don't need them. Just let's fuck. That's it. <laughs> Finally, somebody says bullshit. Like, see, because I'm the same type of person. I'm like, listen, I, let's just keep it a stack. If you here to fuck, I'm here to fuck. Let's just roll it on up and let's get to it. No, it's so crazy. Like, I more recently had a situation like that. Like, I let that shit be known. I'm down to fuck. And they just wanted to, like, play these mind games. And I'm like, Bruh, you're making it more than it needs to be. It's not that serious. <laughs> now, how many tattoos do you have? <clears throat> I have five tattoos. So I got the DR flag. It's kind of like blurry, but I got the DR flag tatted here. And then I got the um, thing from my track list right here. It's like my okay. little character. And I got a koi fish because I had goldfish. So I had like five really nice goldfish. And then I got inspired because I've always been inspiring the girls since I was a little boy. Ooh. And I got a ship wheel because I fuck with Janae Iko. And I also feel like you're the captain of your own life. So you got to take control and take the wheel. I like, I like how self-aware you are, how obviously we're in a pandemic so you're not performing live right now have you done a live show already i have not i um i actually just debuted this year like literally like i dropped back in season in march and that's what gave me the courage to keep dropping music so um i'm really really happy i mean like i don't want us to be in a pandemic right now but i'm kind of in a pretty good state for it because it's like i just am dropping all this new music so that by the time that the world clears up everybody's gonna know who the fuck i am so that once I can go do performances, I already, people already know what I have and what I've built up for myself to be able to present to the crowd. And you're going into performances with like a full catalog. So it's songs that people can be like, yeah, no, I know all 14 songs. On I'm really Park. trying to perform at um, South by Southwest. I want to bring out, um, I want to bring out Noel Nix because that's my bitch. And I want to bring out Goddess Mikey because I fuck with him too. And I'm going to perform back in Bread Air as well as I'm going to perform some of my other stuff. But that's really going to be like, I feel like if I get South by Southwest and I can bring them out for that song, that would be ice. Yes, because obviously God is Mike is not in the back of the video. So we would love to see it live with the three of you. I think that that honestly will blow that's my mind. The, that would be the saving grace. <laughs> like, you know, really bring, come back to the song, Mikey. <laughs> God, I really enjoy you. So... You have a really nice style. Thank you. They, the audience can see what you're wearing right now, but I really like it. What inspires your fashion choices? Because the pink um, sweater in the Back and Better video. Thank you. I styled that one myself. I had a stylist um, for like the first, like the white shirt. And then like when I had no shirt on, she did the pants. I only, I don't ever need a stylist. So let me just make that clear. Like my friend, Santa Blue, I really wanted to give her a chance to like shine too, because I love to support all of my friends. So I gave her, um, I let her like style some of the stuff for Back and Better video. Cause I was like, you know, she designed, she's a designer too. So I get, I was wearing her. So I wanted to plug her. But in terms of myself, um, what inspires my fashion is just me. Like what I see on everybody else, I know it wouldn't work for me. So I'm like, let me try to do stuff that would accentuate my body and my figure and like things that I like. Cause I like to look urban sometimes, but I also like to look classy. So I'm like, you know, I like, how do I mix the urban and classy, but still make it look like good and make it not look too much or too urban or too classy. How do I find that even middle? And that's what I think that becomes unique about Isaiah C style is it's like never predictable. One day I could switch it up and be super femme, but in the winter days I might be looking trade. And then either the other days it's more like an androgynous type of style. I 
Listen, when I tell you I stand your answers at this point, like... <laughs> Thank you. No, because they're very much answers that I would give. So I'm like, I always appreciate a person that's going to give an answer like me. Because I'm like... Yeah, because I'm like, I be thinking like, you know, it's nothing's too thought out. This is genuinely how I actually talk, how I like to express myself because words matter. So who inspired you to get into music? Because you just started in March. So what was the inspiration? Well, I actually started rapping last year. So like, I, I've been rapping, but I was in a relationship, like a real one, not like a vibe, but I was in a relationship <laughs> with this boy. I was in a relationship with this boy and I was really, really fucking with him. And um, the Megatron challenge came around and he was like, I want to do the challenge. You got, But if I do it, you got to do it with me. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I um, ended up doing it. And I, my shit was good as fuck. So then he just was, from that point on, he was just really supportive, trying to tell me to start rapping. And he just made me believe in myself that I could actually do it. And so after that, like, after like July of last year, I really started taking my raps more seriously and trying to learn tricks to the trade. So your ex-boyfriend's a rapper? No, he's a social worker. But he just was like, he fucks with, he's a barb. So, you know, when the Megatron challenge came out, he wanted to get, he wanted to get into the paint. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get into the paint too. And um, I liked my thing, but I didn't know it was going to breed a real full-fledged rapper, but that was the start to the seed. So when I was fucking with him, he definitely planted the seeds and nourished them a little bit. Okay. And now look at you, thousands of views, amazing videos, amazing songs. Thank you. I just want to give myself credit because like a lot of times I'd be humble for these girls because I'm like, you know, I'm a newbie, you know, like I came out in March type shit, but it's really frustrating when I meet a lot of people and they have like these big attitudes and like these big ass egos when it's like back and better done outdid all you hoes. We had 8,000 in one week. Bitches didn't even got 8,000 views, period. Okay. It's, so it's just so annoying. Like I see so much, like, like just like yesterday, somebody commenting on my friend's fucking hair. You know, like, you know, like it's dumb. Like it's so dumb. Cause I'm like, the girls ain't even doing it like us. So it's just like support us while we're up. Because although we all have different tastes and we might not like certain things, it's just like we deserve that type of support because <clears throat> we all do stuff and we try to explore our own style, whether it's like my fashion or the way Trey explores femininity or, you know, stuff like that. Let I me just get like... in on this because... <laughs> Hold up. Yikes. Um, <laughs> okay. I think that and from me, I think that I had, I've never, I didn't know many gay rappers upon beginning to really follow them and get into it and converse with them. So the concept of a lot of the styling and the imagery is not something that I'm used to, that I was used to seeing now. Cause I'm like, now I'm like, okay, yeah, look, I'll sing you a wig. No, and that's I'm like, fair. I'll, like, I'll sing you an honest from negligee. But, and no, listen, so, I, get but that. I think going into it, I was, I know me personally, I was a little ignorant. So it, obviously ignorance is ignorance and yeah. Oh no. <clears throat> and I get that like a hundred percent. Like if you're not used to seeing something like what Trey's exhibiting, you may be like, oh my gosh, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is not my style or this is my style. But I don't, and I don't fault you for that because you were talking to your friend and, you know, when I talk to Noelle, I might be shady sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I don't know if y'all are friends now, so I don't even want to get into that. But like, you know, <laughs> like... Let's, let's not. <laughs> yeah, we're not even going to. But like, for me, it's But no, like, since you I, said it, I was like, I'm not going to get hoed. So I was like, let me... 
much oh, no, more similar to you. It was I just know. about like um, the sense that I was the, the point that I'm trying to make is we all say like little comments like that about our own taste and our own likings to our friends or whomever. But to me, I just thought the whole situation was petty when it was brought to Instagram solely because of a disagreement that y'all had. Because I'm like, these are just comments and little kikis that you have with your friends. You know what I mean? So it's just like, to me, the whole situation was just very fickle. And I was just like, oh, this is so childish. It was very much fucking bullshit. And well, I mean, listen, I it's bullshit, another, but it brought the girls I together. Another, I have another episode about that specific topic coming soon. Um, <laughs> very much bullshit, but it did bring the girls together, and I love the unity. So speaking of unity, and, and you know what it rat, brought together? You know what it brought together? Back what? in better part two. <laughs> 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 Back in better part two, hoes, featuring Goddess Mikey and Noel Nick coming soon. <laughs> I just feel like for a part two, you're not going to. We want an extra person. We need an extra bitch in there. Oh, we no, need no, some- no, no, no. There's going to be another person on there. But I just can't give all the tea yet. Why can't you give all the tea? Listen, I thought you we- had the Chardonnay. You was going to loosen up. You was going to start I'm spilling everything. Up. I'll give you the tea when we get off of here. Okay. No, but, I'm serious. Because you know, um, I have to know. Because now, I'm not going to leave your ass alone. No, yeah. I'll tell you <laughs> when we get off of here. I just don't know if it's all the way going to come into fruition. But I'm going to make sure that we can get something together to where it's like, you know, that type of vibe. So you guys would come together for something sonically similar to a Back and Better, or would it be like the three of you? Because I love to see when people have collabed before, almost, and they do something a little different than the first collab, or would it be true to like the fun, Back and Better, well, hair blowing in the wind? It's definitely not a hair blowing in the wind. It's more of a gang shit. So like... I, the beat itself is just really a hard ass beat. Just know that it's a hard beat and it's like back and better is a hard beat, but back and better to me is like a daytime beat. You know, it's like a, like an upper, you know, it's like a bring you up. Is what I play when I'm driving to the beach, like yeah, on a nice where, sunny day. And I'm like, where is this one's sweating. like, where is this one's like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like one of those type of things. So if we can get the job done, I'm sure that the, the girls will gag at this. I'm going to actually, after I get off of this, I'm going to face something and be like, listen, I already done spilled the beans, so you guys got to do it now. <laughs> yeah, because the episode's going up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I, wow, that's actually, I'm really excited for that. Um, Me too. I've been, my friends, like, hang out with Personally, they are like, damn, nigga, so you listen to this shit all day? I'm like, yes, I listen to Back and Better on replay. And if you yeah. hear a bitch, you're going to listen to it, too. And we're going to listen to it together. Get a pink Might sweater. Well. <laughs> Be- beats up in the Minks truck. <laughs> I think I meant to say Brinks truck, but... Oh. Okay, so it's funny that you said Minks truck, because I always, like, when I wrap it back, I hear Brinks. Okay, but cool. Now that you're saying it, I'm actually thinking, I'm like, no, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Mings. But like, it's when Mings. I'm rapping it, when I'm rapping, I'm like, because Brink's just like, my brain went, oh yeah, Brink's struggling. Yeah, I was like, I'm in a pink sweater beating beats up in the Mings truck because I was really feeling it in the studio. I was like, fuck it. I don't even know what a mink truck is, but it's something that I'm going to have to fucking invent myself because <laughs> that's just, I, that's just what that's has part of the brand. Yeah. So we haven't got into your influences. Who inspired you to rap? Nicki Minaj and only Nicki Minaj. 
Like literally, Nicki Minaj is the only rap inspiration I have. I listen to other girls and I listen to other people and they give me like good vibes. But in terms of what I look forward to, it's strictly Nicki Minaj because she's a New Yorker. She's Caribbean. She's successful and she's smart. You know, I think that it's so, I'm so tired of idiots. Like for real, for real. You know, like it's really annoying to like just listen to music and people are just doing music because they think it's cute or fun or it's like a quick bag for them. Because it's like, if, are you going to turn down law school to do rap? You know what I mean? Like, are you going to turn down things to like actually fulfill your type of passions? Let me or just, do you just pause you right there. <laughs> that turning down law school to do rap, I was like, nah, I got to have this nigga now. I was <laughs> like, I need to know. I was like, I want to hear like the thought process because that's that's like commitment and i people don't and i like love that you're committed to yourself and your craft and you're like no i know like i'm it and i rap amazing so let me really focus on this no yeah because it's just like i see so many people just doing rapping because or music period whether it's rapping singing and they can't even really sing or like rapping they can't rap you know i see a whole bunch of people doing that just for like the joy of maybe rapping but it's like that's kind of an insult to bitches who really rap and who are really trying to make it because sometimes it'd be the popularity or like the fact that you are cute or something and that it's going to take you a little further in your career versus people who are actually talented you know like my like tell it the one on boys in the hood he's very like underrated and i think that he's a good rapper but you know, there's people who aren't trying to rap. When we get off here, link me to tell it. I would like to <laughs> look at that. Yeah, for sure. But like, you know, like just stuff like that, like people aren't, the visual, which is fine, because I get it, because I guess a visual world, and I'm pretty good at being like a visual artist as well. <laughs> but like, <laughs> as you picture, yeah. But, <laughs> but like, it, it shouldn't be that the visual. And I'm not talking about videos. I'm just talking about like physical appearance and stuff. I'm, yeah, like I, it almost just your image is big, bigger than your than your actual thing, wanna... and it's just really annoying. Like, so for me, my big influences are Nicki Minaj because I knew that she was grinding. You know, she's a bad bitch, and she's been a bad bitch all her career, better than any rap bitch to ever do it. Rap better too, but <laughs> but um. Oh no! Okay, hold on. Let me. Because I'm making faces and it seems like I don't agree. I 100% agree. Little oh, no, Kim no, is my yeah. Little Kim is my aunt, though. So, like, whenever somebody says that, I... No, the family I fuck with Little Kim. No, I fuck with Little Kim, too, though. Because she's an icon and I get compared to her a lot just with my sounds and being a New York rapper. So, I fuck with Little Kim. I but see. But Nicki Minaj is my face. You know? But I think that the way that Nicki Minaj has modeled her career in sense of she's been cocky, she's been that girl, She's been a bad bitch, but she never let that deter from the strength of the craft. And that's what I feel like I want to embody. Like, I don't want to be, I know I'm attractive. I know that I can serve looks and fashion. I know that I have the budget to make a great video. But when it comes down to it, I want to be a good rapper. And that's why I feel like Nicki Minaj is like my big inspiration because it's like all the gimmicks, like she has everything to make her like an industry plant but she's always pushed her pen. That's, I really like this, that answer. 
Thank and you. It, I have so <laughs> like I literally have so many questions for that answer now that my brain is just froze up a little. Hmm. Okay. Where am I the fucking start? So uh, pushing pins is a great place to start. You you write your own raps. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And <laughs> no. Okay. Well, honestly, like, because I'm always curious because you know, but I even I feel like if a bitch didn't write their own raps, I feel like they would still say, "I'm sure you write your own raps" because it's actually very unique and talking <clears throat> to you. I'm like, unless you got like a twin brother somewhere, I, I just couldn't picture nobody else writing the shit. No, yeah, that, um, I write the, the things that I do when I say like the gang shit, the nigga shit, I do it. Like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, like I do all that. So it just be like, I rap about things that I actually budget do. for the music videos. How the budget, how does it work? How are you as an independent artist, someone that's relatively new? How are you making this happen? Yes. How are you making it happen? It's a lot. So, I mean, I already had, like, I was a teacher, you know, like I've been working at a preschool. So before the pandemic, I already had money, you know, like I already was working at a preschool because that's an established job. So I was already making enough money that if I wanted to do extra endeavors, which I'm doing because I spend money on clothes and my music, that's it. And weed, that's it. So if it ain't that, I'm taking a trip. You know what I'm saying? And when I'm on the trip, I'm spending money on the weed and the fun. So like my ex, ex so like all the, when I get into something, I'm always 100% into it. So the fact that I knew that I wanted to create music, I knew that I wanted it to be, excuse me, I knew that I wanted it to be next level. So I was like, the only way to get me to be next level is to put the money into it. So I really, I knew that I didn't have as many followers as all the other girls. I knew that I, yeah, I just didn't have the followers as many other girls or the exposure that they didn't have, that they had, that I realized that I, what can I do to help me get out there as well? And I realized that I have money, so why not put it into my craft <laughs> and make money no, out of it's, the way the way you just said it is so funny. Like, yeah. I realized I, like, I have money. <laughs> yes, it's like, oh. I realized I have money, so therefore I can put this into the craft to make it sonically sound better with going to a better engineer, to make the visuals what they need to be, to make my cover arts what they need to be, and to make my appearance what it needs to be at all times. So that's pretty much the budget aspect. And then like, you know, I'm a teacher, so like obviously unemployment because I'm not working due to the pandemic. So that obviously aided on to the money that I already had saved up. And it was just, you know, nice because I'm starting back work again soon. So really good to be able to have all the assets to be able to contribute to my career. I stand this outfit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> That's the shirt. <clears throat> no, I'm literally looking at the pieces from the Boys in the Hood thing and I'm like, yes. Okay, so damn, you're just so insightful. Like, I'm, I'm Thank you, I really appreciate that. Do you make money off of your music? Yes, I make money off of my music. I get paid, depends on if I like you or not, I get paid 60 to $150 for a feature. 
if I want, if I like you, I'll charge you $60 because I want to like, but if I like, I'm struggling a little bit and I need to make ends meet, I'll charge a hundred. I, mean, I don't ever want to really charge 150, but I think that I'm going to work up to 150 because I feel like if I'm going to give you quality, you know, you've got to go up with time. But yes, I make money off my music. I just got paid off of my royalties just at the beginning of the month. And that was a cute little check. So thank y'all for listening to Back and Better and Back in Season and the whole CD. But those two are the ones that really brought in the coins. So thank y'all. I know how a royalty check looks. And I'm like, yeah, come on. Because mm-hmm. when my shit hits my account, I'd be like, Whoo! we buying bottles tonight, baby. Yes, I was like, oh, shit. I was in Atlanta when it hit, too. So I extended my trip. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. Because, like, look, you know how, so, like, the way that the music thing is, you get your royalties for three months ago. So <clears throat> August 1st, I got paid for May. So May was when my CD came out. So that's like all of that good coin, you know, because like that's when people were like developing, like, you know, and then I can't wait for June because June's when Back in the Back in Better video came out in July, you know, so so on and so forth. So that's why I feel like you got to always have something in the streets so that your royalty checks is cute every month. Noelle, Noelle going to text me, bitch, I'm taking you to small claims court. <laughs> no, that's actually really funny because he... Um, when I spoke to him two weeks ago, he was really like, you know, you're his partner and he loved that you, how you guys were able to split things up. And I thought that was really incredible. I was like, and that's a really good testament of your character. So I really thought that was really good. No, and that's my friend. Like I, even if I couldn't get Noel on the boys in the hood, like I don't have many friends. I don't, I have a lot of friends, but I don't have friends in the rap world. Like I have collaborators and I have people that I like to work with. So the people that I'm friends with, include what's the difference um the difference is some people um we are associates strictly for the song and other people that we will actually engage in conversation outside of the music like like i'll text you how are you doing you'll text me how am i doing you'll ask me about what am i doing today you want to hang out with me you want to like you know stuff like that so um and that's fair i feel like that's with any business you know like your co-workers at work and stuff like that you have your colleagues and you have your friends and um noelle's definitely one of my friends Tell it is becoming really one of my friends, is my friend. Um, Mikey, definitely we're building a friendship. KSB, we're building a friendship. So, um, you know, I haven't really came across too many people. You know, um, Jets, he's also somebody that I just met not too long ago. Jets. And he's um, he just got the project. I just know Jets. You, you had him on here. Jet, Jets. Jet, Jet. Okay. Jeff, yeah, Jet, Jeff. Jeff, Okay. Yeah, I really like him. Um, he, I, I was on FaceTime him. with him last night, and we were having a really good conversation. I would like you guys to do a song together. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's mm-hmm. what the conversation was about. Cause I would Maybe so. You know, it always starts with a rap song. <laughs> it always starts with a rap song. And then we <laughs> but, you know, those are just people that I have interest in talking to. You know what I mean? Like, interest in talking to. If I don't know you, I don't really have interest in talking to you unless your music is just that good. You know, because it's like, I'm not begging for friendships. I'm not begging for collabs. I do everything organically. I don't want to be nobody's friend if it's not going to be real, you know, like, and that's why I was grateful for Back and Better because I, that was my first introduction to the rap world and Mikey and Trey really, or Mikey and Noel really received me very well. So it was well, it was well, well received. It was great. Noel's name being Trey is the reason why I asked you if your name's really Isaiah. I want you to know. I know. Like, oh my God. And that's why you see, I'm having a hard time calling him Noel because I talk to him so frequent that I'm like, I can't keep calling you Noel. That's just like your stage name. So I got to keep it business but i'm like damn like i talk to you every fucking day and i'm calling you by your name i thank you so much for joining me isaiah no problem looking forward to hearing boys in the hood 
and for you to tell me, you know, what you're supposed to be, which is, okay. As soon as you get off, click that record button that ends, I will tell you. Okay. Doop. That's all, folks.